0: It wasn't for the grace that God extended towards me. Um, At the young age of seven, I remember I went to church. Uh, I was one of those that was dragged to church every week. And so I went to church every Sunday with my grandparents. My mother and father uh, divorced at a young age. I was young. We moved in with my grandparents. And so they were faithful in taking us to church. And uh, at the age of seven, I remember... Um I wanted to do I wanted to go to heaven. I mean the preacher was talking about this bad place called hell and, and I remember um wanting to wanting to go to heaven. That's all I can remember and and my um grandmother and grandfather I knew that my grandparents would be happy if I walked the aisle when the preacher gave the invitation. So at 7 years old walked the aisle, um prayed a prayer and uh was baptized later. And uh, went on with my life, basically. And so um, I, was, I was actually 19 years old, and I met this man that was a youth pastor. And uh, his name was Sam Johnson. And there was something different about Sam, the youth pastor. Uh, I couldn't place my finger on it. I couldn't wrap my mind around it. But there was something different about this youth pastor that I saw in his life that I wasn't experiencing in my life. I knew at, at the age of seven I had said that prayer, and so I kept going back to that saying, well, I prayed this prayer, and, and, and I asked God to save me as I, best as I could understand it. But I live like the world. I lived totally like the world as a teenager. Uh, if you put me next to somebody that was unchurched, you could not tell a difference. But every Sunday I would come in and, and go through the motions that uh, a lot of other church members might be doing. But at 19, I watched this man's life, and, and he began to pour himself into me. Uh, and he, he just loved on me, and he showed me what it was to be a Christ follower. And, and like I said, there was something different. We were at a revival service, and uh, I was listening to the preacher, and he talked about when he was a young man, he'd gone through, seven years old, the same age I was, and, and the Holy Spirit connected with my heart. And the Holy Spirit made it clear to me, that what I was missing out on, I had never surrendered my heart and my life completely over to Christ. Um, I made a head decision, but not a heart decision. And, and I couldn't understand that, but all the pride in me swelled up and I said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going forward at the age of 19. What will my grandparents think? All this time I've been living this fake lifestyle of a Christian But I finally understood it, and so surrendering my life to Christ at the age of 19, I began to serve in our local church where this youth pastor was serving. That was at Solid Rock Baptist Church. Uh, I began serving. I met my wife, uh, Wanda, and um, we married, and, and we began just to serve the Lord. Uh, we loved to serve the Lord after knowing him as our Savior and truly understanding. We had a desire to grow. Uh, the, the things that I saw in this man were beginning to take place in my life. I'd become a new creature, a new creation, and the Bible talks about that. And so I was experiencing this growth. Uh, I was serving in our local church and uh, teaching Sunday school, helping with the youth ministry, uh, helping in children's church wherever there was a need. Uh, our family was, was plugged in. God blessed me, and uh, I was in the corporate world for many years. Uh, I began running a press also at the, at the age of 20 or so, and um, God moved me to a company called Harlan Data Print, an organization that prints checks. And so um, God blessed us there, moved me up in, in the secular world. I became a supervisor over a press line and then became a manager over, uh, the entire, uh, three shifts. And so I had uh, 50 to 60 employees that, that served under me. And, and I was like, I tried to live like a pastor to them. I tried to minister to them, uh, whatever I could do. Uh, it was a tough thing because when you know how it is, if you're a business person and you work in the, in the secular world, you've got to be firm. You've got to have rules. There's discipline that takes place, accountability, all of those things. And it was a challenge because I knew Christ as my savior and I wanted to extend that love to these people. And so I began to sense, maybe God's doing something in my heart. Uh, That he wanted me to do something more than just be a manager uh, of a press line. And and that's not the case for every person, but this is what was happening in my life. God was clearly putting something in my heart. And I remember talking to Wanda about it, my wife, and I said, honey, I don't know. It just seems like there's more that God wants out of me, uh, that that this is not enough. And, And and I began to talk to a good friend of mine, a good Christian friend that I worked with, and I asked him about it. I said, do you ever feel like this? Do you feel like there's more that you want God, or God wants you to do more for him and serve him uh, in a greater capacity? And, and he was a godly man. He looked at me and he said, no. He said, I, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian. I have my family. I've got my job. That's what God's called me to do. I'm content. I said, you, you, don't, you don't get restless and just feel like there's something more that you're supposed to be doing in life. Other than other than this, and, and he said no. And so then I be, began to talk to my grandfather, and I, I would share with him. He he had become a pastor when I was older. He pastored a small church, and I talked to him, and I said, I said, Papa, I feel like uh, God might be calling me into full time ministry. Can you help me because he's a pastor, and I'm, I'm expecting great response here again. And he said, You're crazy. What are you thinking? You, you, God's blessed you with a good job. You're you're serving the Lord at your church. You're manager. Financially, God's taking care of you. Why would you ever walk away from that and go into the ministry? It's the best advice he ever gave to me. It, it stabbed my heart when he first shared that. And so I went back to the prayer closet. I went back to the Lord. I said, God, I mean, I respected my grandfather. And what he said, I would honor. And I prayed about it. And, and the Lord would not let up. He was He was relentless. I mean, it was just... He wanted me to do something more. And I I went to my pastor and I said, Pastor, God's doing something in my heart. Um, I was 30 years old. He said, uh, you need to go to seminary. If you feel like God's doing something, go to seminary. And so I began seminary. I surrendered the call to ministry uh, at the age of 30. And then in 2001, I was licensed to preach. Um, 2003, I was ordained as a minister Uh, 2003, I walked away from the secular world and began full time ministry. Uh, Opportunity came up where our worship pastor at the time uh, accepted a call to go pastor. And so when he accepted that call, my pastor came to me and said, You've been saying you want to be in the ministry? Here's your opportunity. We've got a position for you to come and lead us in worship, and let's just see how you do until we get somebody else. And that was kind of no strings attached. I was going to do that, continue in the secular world. And so I started, started leading worship. I started in seminary at that time. And so as I, the first class I took in seminary was a worship class. And so that, that's the awesomeness of God, how he orchestrates things in our life. And so God began to give me a passion to worship him and to praise him and, and a better understanding of what he did for my life and, and to express that to other people. And so he, he began to clarify the call. And uh, helped me to kind of organize my thoughts and realize what it was that God wanted me to do. Um, so in 2003, I began serving full time at Solid Rock Baptist Church as their worship and children's pastor. And so I had the nursery uh, to fifth grade and um, all of the music ministries. And, and I was a rookie. I mean, I was learning. And my wife and I, we were, we were working hard together, just trying to please the Lord and serve Him. Um, served there for six years on staff, full-time, and then um, I sing with the Sons of Jubal, which is a men's course, Georgia Baptist uh, men's course. Uh, They're actually in North Korea right now, so you need to be praying for them, but uh, I got a phone call from another pastor that um, had invited me to pray about uh, an opportunity, and so God moved our family, long story short, to First Baptist Jackson through some contacts, and, and such, and, and began to serve the Lord there now now the Lord had flipped things all the way over to senior adult ministry, and so I went from children that were in the nursery and taking them on field trips and trying not to pull my hair out to senior adults on this side and there 's not a whole lot of difference i 'll just be honest with you <laughs> i 've been on many field trips with our senior adults, and my very first field trip, it was funny because uh, You know, when you have children, you're used to trying to corral them and keep them all together. And um, one of my senior adults is my first trip I went with on her, She she wanders off. We went to Savannah and did a riverboat cruise. And and she wandered off and went to one of the shops. And uh, it was funny because when she came back, I got on to her. I scolded her. I said, what were you doing wandering off? Somebody could have kidnapped you. You don't need to do things like that. And she's like, I'm a grown woman. What are you? But anyway, God, God has used the ministry to teach me. Uh, broad spectrum of how uh, people are. I-, I love serving people. I-, I love children's ministry. I have a great respect for nursery workers. God bless you for your service so that uh, folks can come and worship the Lord together. I pray that uh, this is a church where people are involved with that and helping in that area. Uh, God bless you senior adults. Uh, you're, you're faithful. You're the rock a lot of times. Uh, and we love you and, and, and appreciate all that you have done for churches uh, in our country and, and in, in this state, in this city. Um, also, with seminary, just to kind of give you an idea of where I'm at with that, uh, I graduated with an associate in Christian ministry from New Orleans, uh, Baptist Theological Seminary. And so studying just Christian ministry there. And then uh, currently I'm at Liberty University online and am set to graduate in four weeks with a bachelor's in religion, and so uh, just pecking away at that, and uh, trying to balance all that with family, um, just trying to get done as quickly as possible, so that I can continue to help others grow in their relationship with Christ. Um, I thank God for my journey that He's taken me on. I want to share a couple passages of Scripture with you um, before we go into a time of invitation. Uh, the first passage, which uh, you may be familiar with, second. Corinthians if you'll turn there if you have your Bibles in second Corinthians 517 you may be real familiar with it but it says therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation. the old has gone and the new has come Paul was writing, to the Church of Corinth, and he's explaining that when you're in Christ, you're a different person. Uh, I talked about the youth pastor that I met. There was something different about him that I, I, I saw. He he wasn't like I was. I was I was a person that lived like the world and 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 lived like. The flesh, and I saw in him that he, he looked like he had been recreated. He was a new person. He always had the joy of the Lord in his life. And, and so I share that with you. And, and when, when we're in Christ, as scripture teaches us, we become a new creation. Uh, the old, it says, has gone, and the new has come. And so when you're in Christ, you're not supposed to live like the old, like, like the world. Yeah, we're human, there's flesh. It's a constant battle, but there should be a significant difference, I believe, that when you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are in him and he is in you, that people see a difference in the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you live. It should all be uh, exalting Christ and, and him in your life, living through you. Uh, another passage that was very, very instrumental in my life um, is Romans 12, 1 and 2. I want to read that as well. Uh, and I love uh, Pastor Jimmy, the way he signs his uh, signature letterheads, or emails at least that I've gotten. It says, Be transformed. And uh, let me just share Romans 12, 1 and 2. I'll give you just a second to get there. But in my life, I was, I was just kind of seeking the Lord in the ministry. And um, this was just a particular passage that I came across in my quiet time and, and uh, really struck a nerve with me. And so I, I just want to share it with you this morning. It says therefore i urge you brothers in view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices holy and pleasing to god this is your spiritual act of worship here it is again do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing and i love this part perfect his perfect will When I uh, read that, I I struggled with it because I said, Okay, God, a living sacrifice. See if I can wrap my mind around that. I'd heard this passage all through church and growing up. But living sacrifice. If you're familiar with the Old Testament, when they would sacrifice an animal. Um, Basically, they were killing it. And so I was thinking, okay, I'm I'm supposed to be living, but I'm supposed to be dead. Living and dead. And and so I wrestled with that. And and then there's like a light come on, and the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. We're to offer our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. If we're to live holy to God, then then we have to be dead to ourself. Um, we have to allow the Holy Spirit to grow in our hearts and grow in our, our lives so that sin becomes smaller and smaller, uh, almost like a walking dead man, that we allow the Holy Spirit of Christ to come live within us and we die to every worldly desire that we have, allowing him to grow and mature so that we become more like Jesus Christ. And then... Uh, the rest of this says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. So we're not, we're not supposed to live like the world, as I talked about before. We're supposed to look different. There's supposed to be something different, a new creature, as we read about in 2 Corinthians. And then I love what this says. You, know, you talk to people all the time that say, I want to know what God's will for my life is. I want to know what God's will is. I don't, I'm not sure. I just want to know. And we spend a lot of time on that. You know, we read books and nothing wrong with books. But if you look at what Scripture says right here, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do we renew our mind? We spend time in God's Word. Uh, We passionately run after God. We study the truth, uh, and and it's right here. And this is why... uh, small groups, Bible study is so important to me. Um, I, I didn't get this until I was 19. And God said, you are now becoming a new creature because you surrender your life to Christ. He put a hunger in my heart for his word. And the more I study it, I'm still learning today. And I know many of you are too, but you study God's word to renew your mind. And then look at the great benefit of that. I mean, in light of what, we're facing, our family's facing today in this in this time with you and our prayer. Our prayer is we want to know God's will. And we do not want to miss the Lord. And, and I know after talking with Jimmy and the time I've spent with the elders, this church wants to know God's will. And we want to be right in the center of God's will. And, and I know that they have spent time in prayer. Our family has spent some time in prayer. And, and reading this passage, the benefit of renewing your mind and allowing the Holy Spirit to, to grow you more like him, it says you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, not just his good will, not not just his pleasing will, but his perfect, his perfect will. My prayer for you this morning is that you, first of all, have met Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that there's a time in your life, a defining moment, where you can go back and say, on this day, not necessarily you remember a date. Uh, I don't get caught up in that. But, but you remember a time in your life where you became a new creature. You became different. That you're not living like the world anymore. And you remember that time. And you surrendered your heart and your life to Christ. If you have not done that, I encourage you to come in just a few minutes when the invitation is extended to you to do so. Brother Jimmy will be down here. Other elders will be down here. You come and share with them. Say, hey, I'm like this guy. I, I thought I knew Christ but I never surrendered my life completely over to Christ. We will rejoice with you. Don't let pride get in the way of that. So that's the first thing. I want you to respond to that. The second thing is maybe you're here this morning and you realize, you know what? I I haven't been doing much renewing of my mind by spending time in God's word. And so maybe you just need to ask the Lord to, to forgive you for that. Confess. When you're born again and you're a child of God, we should be growing in the Lord by spending time in the word of God every day. You're not going to grow spiritually just by coming to church on Sunday. It's just not going to happen. Uh, You've got to daily spend time with the Lord Jesus Christ, studying the word of God. And then when you come Sunday, we celebrate and we rejoice together what's happened all week long because we've spent some time with the Lord quietly and worshiped him and praised him and studied his word. And so maybe you're here this morning and and that's you. You're like, well, uh, you know, I haven't been doing that. I haven't been growing. Uh, I need the Lord to help me to renew my mind and and start fresh a fresh start and so i want to invite you to bow your head and uh close your eyes and let's spend some time in prayer and then we're going to stand together and after we say amen and sing hymn of invitation you respond as the lord leads you let's pray together will you join your hearts with me father god i uh, have shared what you've laid on my heart and lord uh, I know there's a lot of things that uh rest on this afternoon. And uh, Lord, I pray that we'll put that out for now. And, and God that we'll focus on you and exalt you. Lord, if there's somebody here this morning that recognizes God that they were like me. Or they, they thought that they had a relationship with you or, or they prayed a prayer when they were little, but but God, they haven't seen any any life change and, and they've been wondering what is it that's going on. Maybe maybe they haven't surrendered their life completely to you. And, and Lord, you know my heart. I, I don't want to scare anybody. But God, it's important that that we start with a solid foundation of making you Lord of our life and then begin that that journey of growing more like Jesus Christ each and every day. So Lord, if that person's here, I pray they'll respond as we as we move. And Lord, there may be others that I mentioned, God, that I pray they would respond as maybe they need to recommit, that they're going to begin to spend more time with you. But we all want to know your will. And so, Father, uh, you, you say it clear as, clear as day in, in your word that if we uh, are, re- are renewing our mind, we transform to become, become more like you, then we can know your perfect will. And so, Lord, I pray for those that may be seeking you today, Uh, may want to hear from you. Uh, Lord, I pray that they will respond as we stand and sing. I surrender all to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stand to your feet if you would. Let's sing.